Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Time now for this. Read his mail. Yeah, so much to talk about. Let's get into it. Uh, Manly, first up, what is happening there with Des Hasler? Well, it's an amazing story that's unfolding there. I mean, we did the big story about a month ago and um, saying that Des was under pressure to keep that job. And, and there's been absolutely no movement since in terms of Des and the role and whether it be extended. Now, in recent days, obviously, obviously the story's heated up about Anthony Seabold being in the mix to take over from Des now. You know, it's not a done deal, but it's definitely on the table and it's a consideration this club is looking at. It'll depend on how Des reacts to some proposals. Um, I think Des may have coached his last game at Man- Manly and there's every chance Anthony Seabold will step into that job. If Des accepts them, there's a chance um, Seabold will come back as an assistant coach to Des with a view to eventually taking over. So the other guy in the midst of that role is Josh Hannay. So, I mean, Del, you know, you know Seabold as well. I know he's desperate to get back in the NRL. I caught up with him about six weeks ago, and look, he wants to be an NRL head coach again, so uh, it might be closer than we think. Yeah, uh, yeah. look, I think yeah, it's certainly on the radar, but I think at the moment he's happy with being on rugby, so you never know what can happen. Well, I mean, that's the other, that's the issue in the background. Yeah. He's got a deal to, to, to help Eddie Jones out the next World Cup, and yes. then obviously, if a head coaching job came up, I suspect that Eddie wouldn't stand his way, so uh, it's going to be a really interesting look. The next week will determine where this lands. I don't think it's, gonna, it's not going to linger because it's lingered for too long already. So I reckon over the next week we'll know what happens and whether Dez has got a future at Manly. Reedy, what's the latest on Mitch Moses' contract? We know he's off contract at the end of 2023. Yeah, and that makes him one of those November 1 guys. I spoke to Mitch after the grand final and obviously spoke about how much he loved Parramatta and how much he loved Brad Arthur, but my feeling is that Mitch will go to November 1. Uh, There's a few clubs already in the mix for Mitchell who, who have expressed an interest. So... If that's the case, I wouldn't say it becomes a bidding war, but it certainly makes life more difficult for Parramatta because uh, Mitch Moses on the open market command pretty hefty money. So as it stands, they've got, what, three weeks to get a deal done? I don't expect that'll happen. I think Mitch will end up going in November 1, and, and as I said, he'll get some pretty significant offers tabled on it, at him. So who, who are the clubs that might have time. a crack at him, Reedy? We know, we know the West Tigers have reached out. Benji Marshall's reached out to him, mm. and that the West Tigers have got an interest in bringing him back. Um, they are one club that ha- has shown their hand as far as Mitchell Moses is concerned. So, you know, I think there's more than one. My, my understanding is that there's a handful. Well, by that, I mean two to three, at least three probably. So um, he won't go short, Mitch. He's in for a big payday. Mate, I've got some questions here about the Dragons, mate. I'm absolutely shattered. Um, firstly, Tyre- young Tyrell Sloan won it out. Now they're mm. saying, you know, even though the Hunt's staying with the club, what's going on there, mate? I know that Ben Hunt's staying there. It's great. But what's happening at the Dragons, mate? Well, young Sullivan now wants to release as well. Dale, that's been refused. Tyrell Sloan's release has been refused as well. Uh, so the Dragons have indicated to both those guys that they want them to be part of the club and to start the club. I don't think it's over yet um, because I think that the Sullivan one in particular has been on the radar for quite the. It's been well known at the minute Ben Hunt signed that new deal and he would ask for a release. So he's got his heart set on leaving. There's interest in him from elsewhere. Um, you know, I don't think this is dead and buried, Dale. I think, I think those guys are a bit frustrated with what's going on at the club. And they're considering their options. And, um, you know, the Dragons at this stage are, are standing pretty firm, but I think the pressure will be on them. Um, and it's going to be a real test for that club whether they stick to their guns and refuse those guys a release because the last thing you want is unhappy footballers. So mm. we'll see how it plays out.
The problem I reckon too with the Dragons too is they don't give their kids a pathway to say, okay, we're going to play you here. Look, at, I know Penrith's different, but Penrith started this years ago. I know it's a different um, catchment area, but South Coast, you know, a lot of those juniors yeah. are done pretty Why well. Why wouldn't you just do whatever Penrith did? Even if you don't <laughs> so, have the quality of players, at least the pathway, you that's can right. copy that, right? Look, look at young Reese Robson uh, up there. You know, he was, he was you know, the, the hooker behind mm. Cameron McGuinness and he just said, well, I'm going to I'm gonna sort of leave because he couldn't see a pathway as well. I've seen this time and time again, and that's what frustrates me as an ex-Dragon. I want the Dragons to do well, um, mm. but it, it is frustrating. I'm happy that they re-signed Ben Hunt and I'm happy that Ben Hunt stayed there because I just think, I think he had a bit of the club and a bit of vice versa. He yeah. certainly does. Look, look, yeah. take care of Cujo, mate. And we'll talk to you next week, Ready? We appreciate it. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from four on Triple M.